An Unexpected Musical Journey by Ray Madison. A poster helped guide this music lover to fulfill a dream. In a few short weeks, I will be going to watch my 40th performance of Les Miserables. I fell in love with the songs back in 1985 when they were first released. Bring Him Home, I Dreamed a Dream, and On My Own. Even though I hadn't read the Victor Hugo novel and knew very little about the musical, the songs captured my attention and I happily sang along with gusto whenever I heard them on the radio. Fast forward five years and I embarked on a trip around the world with my wife and two-year-old daughter. On one of our stops in Vancouver, Canada, I saw a large advertising banner promoting Les Miserables and immediately suggested to my wife that we book tickets. On the drive to the theatre, we discussed what we knew of the storyline. All we could come up with was the French Revolution. Clearly, we were not prepared for the majesty of the Cameron Mackintosh masterpiece. We loved the roller coaster ride of emotions and the tragic story of Jean Valjean. On the late night drive home, on a high after this amazing performance, I announced that I wanted to perform in the musical when we returned to Australia. This was a preposterous statement, given we lived 50 kilometres from the nearest large town, Toowoomba. There was little likelihood of ever having a chance to perform. But some things are just meant to be, and the stars aligned. The Toowoomba Choral Society bought the performance rights in 1992 with the view to perform it in 1994. I had seen a few of their performances, but was not a member of the choir. They called for auditions, and emboldened by the chance to be a part of the Les Mis experience, I went along. I had no experience singing, and had never performed in any musicals, but I believed in miracles and hoped that there was a place for me somewhere in the chorus. I tried out for the part of Javert but did not have the range. Little did I know there were a host of parts that needed filling. I was going to be in the chorus as well as playing a convict, a sailor, a policeman, a peasant, a pub-goer, a fighter and a member of the wedding party. Ten costume changes in all. It was so exciting playing all the different parts. Rehearsals started immediately and I got a crash course in singing, acting and dancing. There was so much to learn and as I drove to rehearsals three times a week, a little voice would say, you are in over your head, get out now. The rehearsal process was gruelling, first with scripts and sheet music and then without. We were truly fortunate to have some amazing voices within the choral society. Students from the University of Southern Queensland had also joined to fill many of the younger roles. They had magnificent voices, endless energy, a sense of fun and the drive and enthusiasm to take this musical to the next level. Personally, I struggled. I was the teaching principal of a small country school with a young family. How could I get it all done? What pushed me forward was the amazing voices and the harmonies in the chorus, as well as the fact that two of my students were performing the parts of young Cosette and little Eponine. Opening night was exhilarating. The show was a resounding success with audiences cheering us on and night after night of standing ovations. The quality of the musical was so high we received visits from music industry personalities Normie Rowe and Bert Newton. They had heard of several of our amazing young singers and came to offer them parts in future productions. 
The season lasted a month and I learned so much about the theatre and performing at your best every night. Often I would leave home at 6pm after a full day at school and not be back home until midnight. What amazed me was that for a three and a half hour show, time flew by and with all my costume changes I was often in place with just seconds to spare. I became more confident with my singing, timing and dancing. I only ever faltered once when my little family came along to watch and my youngest daughter Stephanie, who was four years old at the time, announced very loudly, There's my daddy! as I came on stage to do a solo. I nearly fell through the floor, but the conductor gave a you-can-do-this look and I picked up the beat. I loved everything about the show. I was mesmerised by the beautiful songs, magnificent performances and the skill of the orchestra who were faultless every night. The wonderful thing was being right there on stage with the folk on the barricade as Jean Valjean sang Bring Him Home and I marched proudly as a chimney sweep as the company sang One Day More. I was transported back to that first performance in Vancouver. How far I had come. In no time at all, closing night came around. I was not prepared for such an emotional night. We had given two years of our lives to this production, and it was difficult to accept that it was all over. It was heart-wrenching to watch the cast cry unashamedly during the second act. For me, I had achieved the impossible, rising above my limitations and performing in the greatest musical. I know my contribution was minor, but I gave everything and my effort contributed to the musical being an absolute success. I will never forget my unexpected musical journey. For more RD Talks, visit readersdigest.com.au Brought to you by Reader's Digest Australia. Narration by Zoe Mernier. Sound production by Ricky Price.